Sophie Sorantos woke instantly, knowing that she wasn't alone. Some sound had reached her, a rustle, a creak, something that had pushed through the fog of sleep and brought her to consciousness. She didn't waste time screaming. Instead, she reached for her nightstand, desperate to grab the weapon she kept hidden there. But her fingers never touched the nightstand drawer, because he caught her hand, trapped her hand in a hard grip, powerful, too strong. His fingers were encased in a leather glove, and that one glove held her right hand trapped while his other hand, also covered in that leather, closed over her mouth. Don't scream, Sophie. You know I'd never hurt you. No. No, she didn't know that. She knew she was in a dark room with a strange man, a man who'd broken into her home in the middle of the night. But she didn't fight. She lay still as her mind flashed through a dozen different escape scenarios. She'd had plenty of self-defense classes. I have to get away from him. I was worried about you, he said. He was leaning over her, a big, hulking shadow in the darkness. I heard what that bastard did to you. His voice was a low, gruff rasp. Disguised? I had to make sure you were safe. This wasn't happening. She wanted it to be a bad dream, as she'd wanted so many other terrible moments from her past to just be nightmares too. But they weren't. Her reality was dark and ugly and twisted. I'm going to kill him, he swore in that low, rasping voice. Sophie shook her head. She couldn't speak, not with that glove over her mouth. I'll kill anyone who hurts you. Anyone who gets too close. You belong to me, Sophie. Always. The hell she did. And Sophie lunged up, her head slammed into his. She wanted to break the bastard's nose. Wanted him off her. He staggered back. Sophie seized that opportunity for freedom. She lunged off her bed and ran for the door. Sophie! Her name was a roar of fury. She yanked open her bedroom door, but he caught her before she could go down the stairs. His painful grip hurt, and she felt the press of a blade against her side. You shouldn't run from me, he muttered his breath hot on her neck. Never me. Not after all I've done for you. Screw that. She drove her elbow back against him as hard as she could. He grunted and his hold loosened for one precious moment. She took that moment and flew toward her staircase. But he grabbed for her again, and she had to twist at the last moment. She stumbled and down, down she went tumbling and bouncing over those stairs. It hurt, but she didn't care because when Sophie crashed at the bottom of the stairs, she managed to actually get to her feet and run for the door. Her whole body ached, but she was moving, and then she was outside. The cold, crisp D.C. air hit her. His footsteps thundered behind her. Sophie didn't look back. Help me, she screamed as she ran forward. She could see the lights from a car approaching on the street. Sophie ran toward those lights, waving her hands. Help me! The car stopped with a loud screech of its brakes. 
A man jumped out of the vehicle. Miss, miss, are you all right? Hell no, she wasn't all right. She grabbed his coat, clenching it in her fists. Call the police, now. She finally glanced back toward her home, the brownstone that had been hers for the last few years. It was dark, menacing. The front door had been shut. He shut it. He'd closed it after she ran outside. Because I know I left it open. He'd shut the door. And he was waiting for her inside.